Hey everybody, Sean here. Uh, minor issue with Joe's recording. Uh, the file I don't think worked. Um, it might work though, so if you don't hear this, then you're not hearing this and everything worked out. But if you are hearing this, um, the file got screwed up somehow. Um, so we had to use the old phone file, the backup file. Um, so quality, little iffy. Sorry about that. But love you guys and enjoy. It's the horror show with Sean and Joe. Another episode ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make believe. Get ready for Halloween. It's the horror show. I know you miss those guys. Tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate. Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the horror show. Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events i'm sean i'm joe welcome back joe what's up man nothing we just got through with a patreon episode we had a little paul visit for it for our first time since our return paul has joined an actual episode you know not not like a live show no he's he we've called him in before not on the return. Yeah. Which, which episode? A bunch of Patreon ones. He's Patreon Paul. He called in like, we did like three episodes where we called him into the Patreon. Are you talking about like when we were doing live shows? I don't think so. Yeah, live shows. Yeah, I'm talking about like an actual recording. Episode. No, I think it was a recordings. No, dude, we haven't called him in once. I really don't think so. I'm going to fucking. Well, actually, I'm not going to look. I really don't care. Somebody, you can let us know. <laughs> Yeah, no, because, I mean, I remember the headache, and this one, it was a, what, five-minute conversation, <laughs> fucking headache. So subscribe to Patreon if you are interested. <laughs> if you're interested in headaches, that's just about what our Patreon has amounted to these days. No offense to all of our <laughs> Patreon fans. Um, yeah, no, Paul came on, he uh, immediately started fucking yelling, he... Every town has a dark side. This is Andrew Fitzgerald from the Everytown Podcast, where every single week we dive into insane and mysterious true crime stories, most of which you've never heard of. Stories like the bizarre disappearance of Tyler Davis in Columbus, Ohio, a 29-year-old father trying to find his way back to his hotel when he disappeared and was never heard from again, and Elizabeth Shove from Lugoff, South Carolina, who was abducted from her driveway by a madman and take into his underground bunker in the woods. And we give you all the details you're interested in hearing about without any fluff or fillers, because ain't nobody got time for that. We cover everything from psychopaths to poltergeists, so go check out the Everytown podcast, because every town, no matter how nice it may seem, has a dark side. Hung up on us uh, after <laughs> the fucking three minutes, and then, not even, it was less than no, a minute, probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then called back in and was still seemed like it was the first time we called him and was irritated that, that we were calling him. <laughs> Which, by the way, Joe gave him a heads up and was like, hey, are you available to talk? 
<laughs> and, I, and I said what it was for, too. It wasn't just like, <laughs> gonna call you. <laughs> We're recording. So it was Still good, shocked. though. Talked about Owen Wilson. Yeah. Talked about some shark stuff, shark movies. We did. Uh, well, this week we have um, Endgame versus Robo War. Endgame being Joe D'Amato's flick. Robo War being Maddie. Um, I would say this is um, our, our this is a crucial week. Our crucial week, and our fighters came out a little tired this week. I, felt, I think there's a clear winner. I think there's a clear winner. You do. I'm very curious what it is. Um, I, I'm very curious what it is. I hope it's what I think it is. Um, I'm, I didn't realize it would be polarizing because I had a couple of messages from some listeners who also said in those exact words, there's a clear winner, and they've all given different answers. Wait, about uh, this week? About this week. Really? Uh, Endgame versus Robo War. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> what? Okay, wait. So, I guess let's just fucking spill the beans. Who you think is the clear... Because, by the way, we could say clear winner at the beginning, but then when we go down the scores, I think we've had changes of heart in the past. We've been like, oh, shit. Like, you know, thinking about it a little bit more. Um what what off off just off of off top of your head after watching these two what is your what's the the winner robo war um yeah i agree with that who said endgame <laughs> there, there there are quite a few quite a few that is insane to me um <laughs> endgame um <laughs> endgame was a stupid piece of shit um, <laughs> I fucking I could not stand Endgame uh, and it's crazy because I actually watched Robo War first and you watched Robo War second and you yeah, you had messaged correct. me and you you were like it was like my favorite message I was like hey I'd, I'm not going to say a lot about this movie but um, <laughs> Endgame is a fucking dreadful piece of shit or something like that and I was like oh good that's that'll be fun to watch so I'd watched Robo War and I was not really thrilled with it like I didn't love it um, okay I really didn't like I was like what the fuck is this and then I was like and th- and this is the one that. You know, the, our listener said, you know, this is a good movie. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> well, great. Can't wait to see Endgame then. <laughs> um, and then uh, Endgame, Endgame was, I, I felt like, infinitely worse. Like, I, I thought Endgame actually picked up a little bit at the end. Uh, when I sent you that message, I was like, what am I watching? Because, I mean, up until this point, these guys their movies haven't like looked terrible. No. And D'Amato calls this movie Endgame the greatest movie he's ever done. <laughs> that's a quote from D'Amato. Well, <laughs> it, that's bizarre. It's really bizarre because George Eastman is quoted as being like, listen, we all tried to make a Mad Max movie in our life and uh, they all looked like shit. So that's why people stopped making Mad Max movies. And I was like, well, that's weird because Mad Max didn't look like shit. <laughs> Seems like anyone could have fucking done that. So. And Mad, dude, and Mad Max was made in Australia in 1979 with like 
a bunch of nobodies, right? Yeah. Mel Gibson was a nobody. The director was a nobody. And they couldn't have had a big budget. So what was your excuse, D'Amato, in Eastman for this one? And, like, if D'Amato has a smaller budget, then don't make a fucking epic an epic post-apocalyptic movie. He's already was who did who did um rats? Was that tomorrow or yeah, that was no, the, that was no, no, that was Maddie. That was Maddie. Both of these fucking idiots don't know like when to like be like pump the brakes on an idea and be like, hey, you know what? We don't really have the money to like make this make sense. So like let's not do that. Um wait, who did Shocking Dark? That was Maddie. That was Maddie too. He's the biggest fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> but, but my, I guess my point is just like, you know, if you don't have that money to like make the the landscape of a post apocalyptic world, like maybe don't do it. Like, <laughs> see, our Devin, our man Devin, who came up with these, uh, he loves the set design in the game. What set design? It's a stupid. <laughs> it's a stupid fucking just rocks everywhere. I'm. It. It looks like just because they finally were like, hey, you know what? Maybe we'll leave Italy and pretend Italy isn't like a toxic wasteland. <laughs> I mean, I mean, of all their toxic, of all their uh, post-apocalyptic movies, I guess this one looked the most post-apocalyptic. Oh, because. Yeah. Yeah. Because they had no set design. <laughs> it was rocks and fucking shit. So, dude, rocks and that fans. ending. That ending saved it. The ending would be saved. And by and I, I mean the, the absolute last scene. Okay. Which, right. if you don't mind me. Should I hop right to it, or you want to talk I, about it? I first? mean, you, you could just say what it is. It's insane. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Right, so I, I won't do that yet. So so end end game's a fucking mess. <laughs> and, and shout out to our listener Dave from the UK. He's been now since day one. I saw his letterbox review and it made me laugh out loud. Because the beginning is very much so the running man. It this is. Movie, you know. Okay, yes, yes. A hundred But the movie The Running Man didn't come out until after this movie. And Dave was like, so it really took these guys a lot of effort to read that Stephen King book and incorporate <laughs> that. <laughs> but it is the running man. It is, for sure. For sure. And because when I read it, people were like, This is a blatant ripoff of Mad Max. And I started the movie and I was like, the fuck is everyone talking about like has everyone lost their fucking minds like this is this is 100 the running <laughs> that one scene like that one scene sets up like the end game right the right that's like the real plot of the movie is that there's there's a game but right? is it i forgot about that until the very end when george eastman who i had already forgotten about his character <laughs> Shows up, he's like, game's not over, bud. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> that was the best part. That was that was the best part. Uh the the yeah, it was a lot, really- of, a lot of Star Wars influence too. Oh, to the yeah. point where they even had a guy almost frozen in carbonite. He was just like stuck in a wall and his head was out. <laughs> Wait, that seems so good. Wait a minute. All right, so let's just hop into Endgame right now because we're already there. So the movie is 100% fucking Running Man to start. Like a zany cast of competitors. They all have insane names. <laughs> like it's out of control. Um, and then we cut to, um, well, I was going to say, something like the SS, but they quite literally are the SS because they drive around in a car that says SS, but their SS stands for security service. (laughs) (laughs) 
But with the same insane S, the same insane S. It, it, you know what, though? There's absolutely no way Joe D'Amato made that connection. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be fucking taken aback. What? Like, uh, why, why'd you incorporate Nazis? <laughs> Wait, what? Um, yeah, so that the, the, the SS shows up and just starts murdering people, which it turns out they're, these people are mutants. Yeah, and, and so we've already drifted from the Running Man into this like class war story <laughs> of like these mutants who just kind of look kind of normalish. Um, but then there's also mutants that look like fucking monsters. Um, but right. I guess they're fine. I don't know. And then then there's like the the high class people, which they keep referring to, but I think it's just the military. Okay. Which I'm yeah. shocked that I mean, they're the ones that have all the guns. <laughs> yeah. But like, why does this even exist in a post-apocalyptic world? Why are there helicopters? Why are there like, Joe, there's one scene where the main character walks into like a karate dojo <laughs> and like talks to his friend that works there, <laughs> like to recruit somebody. <laughs> it's like, Wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck? It's like if Mel Gibson walked into like a Seven Eleven and Mad. <laughs> Like, hey, what's going on? Um, uh, George Eastman, as you mentioned, is in it. Um, finally, he looks like a human being. He does not look that disgusting, right? <laughs> he, he looks, he looks all right. All right. <laughs> um, and it starts with uh, George Eastman and uh, our lead character, who I forget his fucking name. Um, Ron. Ron. <laughs> Strong name, Ron. Oh yeah, Ron Shannon. Uh, George Eastman and Ron Shannon have a fucking wrench off to start off their uh, their, <laughs> their fucking relationship. How many wrench offs have you seen firsthand, Joe? <laughs> I've been involved in an altercation where a wrench off supposedly happened. Oh, oh. I cannot. I, I cannot in good faith say that I saw oh. two men with wrenches. <laughs> On their person at the same time during a street brawl. No. <laughs> God damn it. I wish I I wish I wish that was a thing. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Um so yeah, so Eastman and uh this other bozo, they they get into a little fight and we can we can sense something's gonna go on there, but ultimately they become partners. Um, Ron Shannon is like, Hey, why don't you join up with me? And the reason is to get mutants to safety. Um, which, so it's weird because he like assembles a whole crew to get these mutants to safety. Everyone knows what these mutants look like. Um, and then it was so wild to me, like an hour into the movie, like a couple of these people were like, you, you are transporting fucking mutants. And I was like, wait, I thought everyone was aware of this situation. <laughs> they 100% were, because the only survivors left. And, right. <laughs> like, the, the non-mutants were, like, the elite, and that's what they watched on TV. Exactly. Like, oh, yes, you're right. You're right. So, it was, like, it was, like, the crazed, like, running man people, the elite, and then mutants. That was it. Right. Did somebody just peel out behind you? The lo- loudest fucking car I've ever heard just drove by. <laughs> um, Jeez, I've driven by a bird. 
They were like, we can't get him with chirps this week. <laughs> he shut his windows. <laughs> fast in the fast in the feather. Oh my god! Fast it, it, the- fucking, you can probably hear him again. I'm pretty sure he turned around. Oh. So, I don't live in a wooded area. We talked a lot on the Patreon. I don't live in a wooden area, so there shouldn't be that many birds. And no. I don't live on a busy street. So, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. So, Endgame continues. Um, and, and this first half, I'd say, and this is longer than a half. It's probably, oh, no, it's probably a half, like 45 minutes in. Um, it's not a lot happens. And then it's it seems to be like dr- it, the the four longest action sequences of all time. Happen. <laughs> the blood the the blind monk scene that is so insane those are the guys in black right yeah yeah why why is it happening y- yeah and why wh- why are they fighting monks and why are why why has uh joe damato never seen a monk before um <laughs> great question i don't know and again in a world where we're supposed to believe that there's only like three classes of people who the fuck are the monks <laughs> it's so fucking bizarre it's it's really bizarre to me it, the the vhs cover the, the movie poster is it was so promising. I was so excited. It's like a guy with like a trident and then spiked brass knuckles. And he's wearing a fucking crown. And he's fucking ripped. I was like, oh my god, this movie's going to be awesome. And that guy, that guy's not even in it. That guy doesn't exist. Yeah, no. And, and you know, I was looking up um, movies to do uh, for, for if we got, if in the result of a tie this week, if we had to do another week of this fucking bullshit. Um, what I would do, he, dude, he, D'Amato has like four covers of these fucking gigantic ripped dudes on the cover. Like they look like heavy metal, like the the old magazine artwork, right? Like (laughs) out of control metal. Like it's nuts. He's got like four covers like that. And I was going through all the reviews to make sure we pick something like decent. And everyone was like, yeah, this movie is not anything like the cover. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're like the guy on the cover shredded and they're like and the hero has like a fucking tire like a tire on his stomach <laughs> um so yeah no that's a thing for him uh that's definitely a thing for him um i have i have a question and it's such an insignificant part of this movie but <clears throat> it's, it's a new it's a new criteria who has a stupider sounding character is it the guy who shows up before like the Bai Monks fights? He's like, well, and, like just spit thoughts. Or is it or is it the robot the robots from uh Robor? Fucking so stupid. They had to pay someone to record that. Yo. They didn't even dude, you could have just used like a synthesizer and like you know, like fabricated the voice. It is one hundred percent. You could have just not a- had them fucking talk. And and not talk incessantly. Dude, the robot in that movie doesn't shut the fuck <laughs> up. Dude, it's like one of the funniest things. There, there's a scene there's a scene where the robot literally talks for like and I say talk you loosely, you don't understand what the fuck he's saying. He's just making noise for five minutes straight. The, the, first, the, the first time he did that, it was also doing robot vision, so everything was blurry, and I thought it was just like copy, like 
being a piece of shit. And then I realized that was an intentional choice by Bruno Maddy to keep that in there. It's all this all distorted vision and then the, the thing being like, oh, blah, 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 blah. fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the guy in this movie is probably probably sound December. That guy is the stupidest sounding guy I've ever heard. I can throw up. Oh my god. Oh, that's fucking amazing. Um so yeah, they uh they uh they beat the the hundred uh the hundred monks. Um which was also hilarious because like they, they beat them, but they don't really because at the end the monks are kind of just like standing around them as they all just like get on their motorcycles and like kind of like swinging half-assedly like they didn't kill them all and they just drive away and the monks are like oh, i'll get you <laughs> such a weird anticlimactic ending to that fight um and then we learn that the mutants um are telepaths and um like is levitating tele telepathy no i don't know they can uh, levitate shit. They can move shit with their mind. They can Jedi yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, that's te- telekinesis. All right, all right. Telekinesis. So we got that. Well, one kid has that. And I wrote yeah. a note here that says, I'm calling it now. There's no way this comes back. Like in typical D'Amato, Maddie fashion, like they're just throwing this in there to waste our fucking time. Turns out. <laughs> Turns out it comes back and it comes back uh, for about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Looking left and right and shit happening. Exhausting scene. <laughs> and after that, we, uh, you know, we get some other scenes. We get, they get the, the old, uh, duped by, uh, fake dead people and they're actually alive. Um, also I have to say this, you could, I understand the argument that's a Mad Max ripoff, but I don't, I don't see it at all. I really don't like even, even at this point, it's not. It I would, it'd be hard pressed to call it a Mad Max ripoff. Um, rip ripoff maybe not heavily influenced. I'd say yes, just yeah, I guess because of like true. the wandering nomads. Uh, whereas, whereas Robo War is definitely ripping off a movie, and, and in typical Maddie Damato fashion, it's not RoboCop. It, it, it is ripping off RoboCop in a in a slight sense, but that is, that is not the main movie. No, that Robo War is fucking no. ripping off, which no. is so ridiculous. This is why I love Robo War. Honestly, I'm actually liking both of these movies more now. Like, God bless these two guys, dude. It's <laughs> Thank you to Damato, dude. Like, Damato think about Damato. Damato flew a crew to New Zealand to make this. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy, dude. Like, the Endgame was filmed in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we gotta get our buddy Chris from Scorner Creation on. New Zealand's like beautiful. What the fuck? Wait, I'm I like ninety percent sure. Hang on, now I need to check because maybe did I fuck this up? Oh god, hang on. I mean, Robo War was shot in like there's green stuff. Maybe it's so, maybe it's maybe Robo. that was. Maybe that was it? Yeah, I think that is what it is. My bad. Uh, I wish it was this, because... Oh, yeah, this what was a waste filmed. of a trip. <laughs> just fucking filled out on a blacktop. Flew, flew this cast to New Zealand and just filmed in the, on the pavement in the parking lot. You know, lot. when we were talking about the desert, I was like, oh, wait. Like, dude, I don't think New Zealand has deserts. <laughs> 
Oh, fuck me. Um, well, whatever. Um, I'm going to pull this up. I'm, I'm like 90% sure this was filmed in New Zealand. If none of them were, I, I, dude, I can't even find that this was filmed in New Zealand. The Philippines. Dude, I honestly have no idea where I read that. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, what was filmed in the Philippines? Uh, Road War? Yeah. Yeah, that looks like, yeah. That makes, that look, that makes this, sense. This, Dude, I swear Endgame was filmed in the fucking New Zealand. I, I want nothing more to be true. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is... This is not. I don't see anything. No. Filled in fucking Donato's backyard. Wait, I think I found what I was citing though. Oh no, that doesn't make sense. Whatever, fuck it. Anyway, can you imagine this was this was a trauma release? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> not surprising. Um, they chose the worst movie of everything we've seen by these two guys. <laughs> <laughs> To release Lloyd being beside himself that didn't make him a lot of money. <laughs> oh my god. Um the the mute the whole mutant thing like we talked about is a little weird because like they all like everyone just looks the same. And for some reason in this movie there are mutants with like mutated features, like mutant features, but those like aren't even like the main mutants you see throughout the movie. <laughs> no, the, the main mutants that you see. You have to be told that they're mutants. And then, like, you see some things, like, float, like you were saying. And honestly, like, the non-mutants that we see look like fucking mutants. Like, everyone that's playing Endgame looks like a fucking bizarro freak show. (laughs) So I don't don't get it. Um, Anyway, an army shows up. And it's literally an army of people. Like, hundreds of people on motorcycles show up. And these are, I think, m- mutant people. They have mutant faces. <laughs> they actually have some makeup on. Um, so there's like 8,000 of them against these six people plus the mutants. Um, they murder all 8,000 of those people and <laughs> in the army. And uh, they suffer two losses of the six people <laughs> that were in the caravan to save the mutants. Yes, which is pretty good, but they're like devastated by this. I would be like, "Holy shit, that's unfucking believable." <laughs> that's <laughs> the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, because one guy's like, "Can you believe these two people are dead?" I'd be like, "Holy shit, that's it. That all of us are still alive. That's fucking insane." <laughs> <laughs> that was a good point. <laughs> <laughs> it was nuts. Um, but in this project process, Lilith, the queen. Of the mutants is kidnapped. Yep. Now this they seem to make this a big deal. They're like, holy shit. Um, but they immediately know where Lilith is. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lilith calls them via telepathy, and they're like, Don't worry, Lilith, we'll be there tonight. <laughs> Which seems great until Lilith immediately g- gets fucking raped <laughs> by a fucking monster. Yeah. Which yeah, maybe the most unnecessary part of the movie. I would agree. (laughs) By a monster that's like, look at me while I rape you. (laughs) Fucking the most insane dialogue I've ever heard. And like, again, like 
Lilith's kidnapped. We don't need this scene whatsoever. And by the way, uh, fucking Ron it like is like tuned into her like through this telepathy, and he's like, "Hey, is everything okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's fine." <laughs> Which I understand like the point of it, but like, <laughs> like why even use it then? It's not a tool for like getting them there quicker, right? It's not like yeah, Ron was like, like, "Oh shit, we have to get there right now to save her." And this is not like that type of movie. Like the other movies, the motto was going for the shock value, and it fit because those yes. movies were disgusting. This is a fucking reality show that we're watching. Like, also, there's no need for it. I don't think he rapes her, by the way. This is good. Um, because in the next scene, so this is where I'm confused. I mean, he definitely assaults her because he rips off her shirt, but. I, the next scene, he's tied up and she has all of her clothes on. Also, she, 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 she. I think she's like telepathy to like fuck him up. Good for her. I think, but you know, it's not very clear. And again, not really a big point in the fucking story. Right. So fucking bizarre. Um, and yeah, that monster mutant will get stabbed later because he's tied up and Ron, Ron shows up fucking stabs him in the guts. <laughs> Ron Shannon. Wait, why? Ron's name should have been George Eastman's name because it was like Tarmac. Or something. <laughs> Much more badass name. Tarmac. Yeah, it was like car. Yeah, it was like car, the car can or something. Um, well, they get the mutants to where they needed to go, which was, uh, looks like the same place. The whole movie's taking place. Um, and then they're like, well, now I just have to wait, I guess. That's an exact quote. Ron Shannon says, now we just have to wait, I guess. <laughs> now, during this wait, fucking 18 different things happen. Uh, the Nazis show back up for some reason. So I guess where they drove was not safe. The helicopter probably could have landed anywhere to pick them up. Because the Nazis show up and uh, we get another giant fucking action sequence. Um, and then we get the 15 minute long telepathy scene. <laughs> but it's, it's literally just a little kid looking at things and then guns like turning, but you don't even see like that much carnage. You just hear gunshots for about 15 minutes for a Demano movie. Like this is like the least gore, the least everything. Like even dude, could have just been during this scene, you could have just been throwing buckets of dyed red water in the air. And it would have been all like you know, you know what I mean, but he didn't. There was nothing. He held back. There was yeah. nothing whatsoever except dust, because the kid kicked up <laughs> dust, a dust storm. So you actually couldn't see what was happening. Just and he makes like the, the the head bad guy slowly turn his gun, <laughs> so he kills himself. And it, 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 it was pain that 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 guy, the guy acted so hard like fighting turning that gun towards his face and it lasted for like seven straight minutes <laughs> yeah i actually so like i didn't really i was like did that scene last that long and then when you re- when you reminded me about that guy i remember it taking so fucking long it, it was honestly unbearable to a well, point where i was like selling it dude. dude so he like starts pulling the gun away like clearly it's out of his control and i'm like oh he's gonna shoot himself like i wrote the note before it happened and then i remember being like wait is that what's happening because it took so, <laughs> it took so fucking long dude, it cuts away at one point i, I 
I honestly don't think I'm exaggerating. I might be misremembering, but doesn't it cut away to like all the other guns firing and it cuts back to him and the gun's only like halfway turned towards his face? That and is, we watched like a whole sequence. That is completely accurate. It actually cuts like two or three times in that scene <laughs> <laughs> to them, to it murdering his entire army. His entire army is being murdered and it cuts back, dude. And it's like, maybe it's like at 11 o'clock on a, on a clock. It's like not even totally facing him. It's like, no, I'll give it 10 o'clock. It's like slightly to the left, slowly coming around to his face. <laughs> and again, when it finally shoots him, it could have been like a more grandiose ending to him mm-hmm. coming from Damato. And it wasn't, it was just like a, a bang and then you see like something's flying. Yeah, yeah, that that and that was it. And then the helicopter shows up. Oh, wait, and also the kid drops rocks on some of the guys. It doesn't matter. But the helicopter shows up with like a fucking bucket of gold, which, you know, again, probably useless in the apocalypse, but that's fine. Um one hundred percent useless. <laughs> Any currency in the fucking apocalypse. Um and uh they take the mutants and the girl's like, Hey, you could come with us and Ron Shannon for some reason is like look into my mind and then fucking tell me that and she's like, Okay, I'm gonna she's like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> cool, cool, thanks. Alright, I'm out of here. And, and like, then oh. the scene the scene that single-handedly saves this movie happens right now because that, that's exactly what happens is she's just like all right we'll see it and then she leaves him which negates the whole why was he doing any of this right like, he's already won what and the fucking idiot eastman appears from like behind a helicopter behind, oh, like, a which we didn't mention was. he was killed or supposedly killed in a scene like 20 minutes earlier like like he's trapped below with like a horde of mutants and they're forced to leave him behind. <laughs> and wait, also, can we just mention also that the, 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 um, the psychic, the Lilith had told Ron Shannon that this guy was going to kill him for the gold. Yes. Yes. So like, yeah, like, so like it, this was all like, it was insane. He was like, huh, thanks Lilith. And then like <laughs> proceeded to keep hanging out with this piece of shit. Um, but yeah, so we think he's, we've thought he's dead for like the last 20 minutes and then he just fucking shows up out of the blue <laughs> and he's like, Hey, time to play. Game's not over, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The game's not over. Time to play the final round of end game and then throws his gun down. And then they, <laughs> <laughs> they both pull out knives and wrenches and, <laughs> And they start running at each other a hundred miles an hour. Um, and then what happens? And then ends. That's <laughs> the movie ends. ends. And then we fucking freeze frame at the running at each other full speed. Didn't even <laughs> freeze the credits. Didn't even freeze frame after they like hit each other. Like freeze frames, like they're like ten feet away from each other. <laughs> Like that, I mean, that made me, that made me laugh out loud, which which kudos. That should have been a category. Which which one did I laugh out loud more? Um, I don't know because honestly, the, the Robo War robot talk was honestly. I I, I after like yeah, the second right. time, I I was laughing almost every time the robot talked because it was just like. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that Devin said that this movie is actually good. We have to start defining the word good. Um. Yeah. 
No, yeah. And we, I, you know, I love our listeners so much. They're all so great. Um, but I think we have to just stop listening to them, period. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, honestly, Devin's, Devin's choices for this have been fantastic. Yes, they have been. They have been. Um, they have. And Little War, I enjoyed the shit out of it. But, like, The Godfather is good. <laughs> Robocop is good. Robo Wars is neither. It's <laughs> yeah. um, not even the universe. And I also have to say that he was working with um, a very limited. So, um, because I had prepped for the in the event of a um, tie, um, I had to go through both these guys' filmographies and kind of like try and match up a theme between them. Um, it ain't easy. D'Amato didn't do a lot of like good things, <laughs> like. It's a lot of porn. It's all. It's almost entirely porn. Honestly, um, so it's like really tough to like. He was not Maddie though. Was like different, right? Maddie, Maddie made a like. You could just pull. You could. We could do a hundred weeks with Maddie shit. It's it's so funny because five years ago I watched Cool Jaws. I remember. I think yeah, I even said it on the show. Well, how much I hated it, and I was like, I will never watch a Bruno Maddie movie ever again. And here we are, <laughs> dedicating an entire month of my life to it. And honestly, I love it. So uh, I'm glad I, I I did this. Yeah, I think I think Maddie, I I I, I dig him. I and I looking at his filmography, I kind of want to like just keep digging around there. Damato, I'm good. We've we've honestly hit all of Damato's shit, basically. <laughs> well, you did. Well, before we go into Robo War, let's let's say. It's a tie. Let's say the winner goes to Maddie. So yeah, so we got um D'Amato, D'Amato, Maddie, draw, and then Maddie's probably gonna win this. <laughs> I can't think of a way that Maddie doesn't win this actually. <laughs> this, this, is, this is zero fucking percent. <laughs> um so it's a tie. Let's say it, it, it is a tie, right? So yeah. we have to do <laughs> We have to do another fucking week of this shit. Um, <laughs> so, oh, so we'll also talk about something else. Let's let's hash something else out. Um, I know our fans have talked about how funny it is that like our house cleaning will take like forty minutes. We'll do like our our, our like just like show like shop talk for like twenty minutes, but let's fucking do it right now. The live show is coming up. We've taken like a little bit of a yeah. break, which was great, by the way. I, uh, I I think that was great. Um, I'm ready to hop right back in though. Here, um, okay. what are we going to do a watch along? Because Joe and I have been talking about this, and I've figured out how to do it successfully without any issues, uh, legal issues. <laughs> I would love nothing more. And I think we talked about doing a watch along and then like pausing out a, a part like talking amongst everyone with it. Yeah. So like our idea. It. Yeah. So our idea is, and this was actually our first idea kind of pre pandemic, right. Was we had discussed this and we were like, this is what we're going to do. And then when the pandemic started, we were like, okay, we can do this, but it, it logistically it's, it's harder to do the watch along. Um, but I figured out a way to do it, especially like remotely. It's, it's a little tougher. Um, but this was our idea. And this was our idea for our live shows going forward, our real live shows. You know what I mean? Um, 
we we had talked about this like right when we started the pod again where we were like okay we're going to do this and like this is what our live show format's going to be and this is what this is going to be um so i think this is what we're going to be moving to for even the virtual live shows which is like joe said um we're going to talk about it at the beginning we're going to watch it we're going to pop in every now and then like during the movie we'll bring somebody on we'll bring a fan or two on like during it um Maybe do like like a trivia thing or something in the middle or, you know, some fucking gimmick, right? Um, yep. Then finish the movie and then like do like a little little chit chat at the end, right? I like it. I, I think it's a great format. Um, I think it's I think it's way easier for us to do it that way. I think the the show show is a little tougher to do, um, but, you know, we'll test it out and see how it goes. Um, so that's what I think we're going to do this month to start and um cruel cruel jaws so so the question is okay so we can we have to do another week right do we do we um uh i guess we can't do that i i mean do we want to do another week and then the live show or do we want to do do that let's do that another week and then the live show all right so and is cruel jaws the live show are we for sure on board with that (laughs) I'm fine with yes. it. Yes, it's either that or Emmanuel. Whoever whoever wins the tournament gets the uh, gets the lunch. <laughs> oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Now that said, uh, I come up with I was able to come up with three new categories for the for the final week. Um, one was sharks, deep blood versus cruel jaws, which we discussed in our Patreon episode, and Paul and Joe put a kibosh to that one, real, real fucking, fucking uh, a miserable experience. <laughs> um, the next one is nuns. They both have a movie with nuns in it, uh, the Coven of Sinners and the Other Hell. Uh, the Other Hell honestly sounds enjoyable. Coven of Sinners, I'm pretty sure it's a pornography again, but. Uh, it hit him as a satanic horror flick. Um, and then the other one, I the last final one I had is um, an army themed with Tough to Kill, which is, I believe, a mercenary film, but same difference, versus Strike Commando. I mean, that's that's my that's my vote. I, I'm with it. Uh, when I found Tough to Kill, I was like, that's that's definitely the one. Um, I imagine. I imagine um, Devin probably had that somewhere in his list. You know what I mean? So, so I actually was talking to Devin before we recorded this, and he was like, "Hey, if it goes into a a draw, like you need an extra week, this would be a good matchup." And it, it was those two movies, and I'm 100 percent on board with it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I think that I, I imagined he had had that in like the back of his head. <laughs> All right, dude so, so, dude knows so much about these two fucking idiots. It's insane when he owns them all in like multiple copies. <laughs> he posted, dude. He posted a fucking Blu-ray of Robo War. Are you fucking kidding me? I, no <laughs> one owns Robo War. Then every week, every Friday in our uh, in our Patreon, when uh, Joe Bob brings us on, he's the first one in, in there, being like, "This fucking piece of shit movie." <laughs> it's always like, it's always something that's like endearing to everyone else. <laughs> it's they're they're usually classic films um and you know but he owns multiple copies of robo war uh robo war was not released in the united states until 2019 really yeah 
Um, that's when Severin Films gave it its uh, good old Blu-ray release. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, like I get it, I get the appeal of these movies, and in some ways, we should be glad there are people out there keeping them alive so they don't just disappear off the planet. Um, but that said, can you imagine running a business and being like, all right, we release movies, we re-release movies that people want to buy. I got it. Robo, (laughs) Robo war (laughs) movie. No one's seen because it was never released in America. Uh, (laughs) it'll be gangbusters. (laughs) Fucking unbelievable. Um, Wow. I fucking love it. This is 1988. Uh, this is a Vincent yes. Dawn. This is a Vincent Dawn flick. Starring legendary bad actor, Reb Brown. Yep. Written by Fergrasso fucking again. I regret. That should be killed. Reb, Reb Brown was at a con at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. And I kept telling Tina, it, this is this is a couple of years ago, and I kept telling Tina I, I've, I've never wanted a picture of anyone more to rub around. <laughs> like, yeah, and I didn't do it for some reason because I was like hard pressed on cash. And, and there was nobody there to see him. And I fucking regret it. Next time, next time I'm going to. I just got a cold chill. Um, of, <laughs> of, of course, there's no one there to see him. <laughs> and he's the original Captain America. He's fucking Yora, the hunter of the future. He sure is. Classic. Uh, we, we used to watch it all the time in college. Oh my God. Um, yeah, so he was so he's that like dumb Captain America with the giant <laughs> like bobblehead helmet, right? No, that no, that that's JD Salinger's. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so which Captain America is he? He he was in TV movie ones. Oh, okay. I think how, he has three of them. How was he in those? Shot <laughs> it. Like a biggest piece of shit. <laughs> We should do them. We should we should do Reb, Reb Brown Appreciation Month. Reb, I mean, he doesn't have a ton of them, uh, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's got a lot. But that, what the fuck is that? The Last Sacrifice, the Mystery Science Theater one. Oh fuck! Is he in that? It sure is. Oh my god, he was he in the Howling Commando. Too. Wait, did we do Howling too? Yeah, he, yes, yes, he was, and yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His uncommon valor. That was actually kind of good. Oh, this one looks great. Cage. It's about cage fighting, but they they have like the old WWE cage, like with the giant squares. Dude fighting Lou Ferrigno, starring Reb Brown and Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Fucking kidding me. <laughs> Who keeps casting Reb Brown as like the macho military guy? <laughs> That's just like he's like typecast into that. He he absolutely is, and it's it's honestly bizarre. <laughs> well, I'm all for Red Brown Appreciation Month. Also, Robo War, a movie that I thought was going to be about RoboCop, <laughs> but instead it is it is Predator. <laughs> it is the movie Predator to the T. It has the same group of characters as Predator. Oh, it has the Predator night vision. The opening scene is like honestly lifted straight from Predator. Absolutely, a hundred percent. And oh, a what? splash of Rambo. A splash of Rambo. Yep, there's definitely Rambo uh, in there for sure. Like the waterfall scene is straight out of the first Rambo movie. 
Um, yeah, and uh, it's also completely unnecessary to this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Um, Maddie, I think Maddie is the king of like crowbarring shit he likes into a movie. <laughs> like, the, the Vince, the Vince McMahon of cinema, right? The stuff right. that he's seen recently and being like, we gotta put this in here. Hey, man, I just watched fucking Rambo. Get this guy out, fucking jump off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, so if I if, if I may jump into this, yeah, movie. yeah. It is Predator, as I had said, but instead of a Predator, it's a RoboCop. <laughs> and my favorite thing about this is there's a guy on the mercenary team who's later revealed to have created this RoboCop. It doesn't say anything the entire time. And he also has the detonator to stop him in his, in his backpack this entire time. While he himself is like being hunted and terrorized by this thing. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm fucking, I'm already crying. Um, the, there wasn't a lot of facts about these movies on the the interwebs. Um, the only fact that did make me laugh was that the actor that played the cyborg fainted twice while shooting the film. Because <laughs> he's in a jet black robot suit, which is just all plastic and a bike helmet. And, and it's in the Philippines in the fucking jungle. Like It had to be 200 degrees in that fucking suit. Yeah, and you know Bruno Maddie was taking no precautions. Absolutely not. I was actually just thinking about that, about the um, the waterfall jump, because I was like, oh, in Rambo, there was probably, you know, it was a stunt guy. There's probably guy, yeah. 30 people right below him, like, as he came in, like, they swam to him. You know what I mean? A, med- a medic on the set. And Maddie, Maddie 100% was like, jump off that fucking cliff, dude. Like Those guys <laughs> probably didn't even have passports. So if anything happened, <laughs> they were not getting any medical attention. They weren't being allowed out of the country. The shooting rogue in the Philippines. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, it opens up a lot like Predator. I mean, it it opens up <laughs> as Predator. <laughs> um, but how many times do they show that same fucking scene of the robot shooting a bazooka? Of <laughs> a bazooka, dude. At minute four, this is not a joke. They showed that same clip three times in four minutes. Bruno Matty is the master of just using the same shot. Fucking, like, do you think, though, like, when he shot it, he was like, all right, I'm going to use this a few times? Or was he just like, he starts editing and he's like, oh, fuck. I, I'm, I'm inclined to believe it's, it's later. Except I don't think it's all fuck. I, no, you know what? I think it's both. I, I think it's like... I think while he's shooting it, he's probably going to be like, you know what? I'll probably just use this a couple of times if I need to. And then when he's editing it, like, yeah, fuck it. We need, we need to kill some, some, some space. Right. I, I agree with you. I think he sees it and he's like, that's fucking sick. And then, and then as he's editing, he's like, eh, we cut a couple seconds, you know, fucking throw that bazooka scene in a few more times. The master of, of showing you the same thing or just using stock footage, which... For our, our live show, if I remember correctly, Cool Jaws is like ninety percent that. It's the same shark <laughs> scene, looping over and stopping. So tune in, guys. <laughs> tune in to Cruel Jaws. <laughs> Paul claimed it was making him sick to the stomach because it was just a shark shaking like a cave with his fucking snout <laughs> over and over again. Oh my god. <laughs> um. We meet, um, I mean, we meet a bunch of people. I don't care about them, except the one guy named Papa Doc, who, (laughs) 
who is the most idiotic name I've ever heard in my life. Pop, pop, Papa Doc. It's like two nicknames put together. Not Papa, not Doc. Um, and we get uh, we meet a group of soldiers who are sent to this island with no mission whatsoever that they are really aware of that, or I'm aware of. They, I mean, they say it. They, they say that none of them know why they're there. It's a top <laughs> secret mission. <laughs> Always the start of a good fucking uh, movie. And uh, as Joe mentioned, Red Brown is the uh, the captain of this ship. So <laughs> that's you know we're in good hands here. Um, a lot of walking around the jungle for the first while of this. Um, although they will randomly shoot people <laughs> out of tre- <laughs> shoot human beings out of trees, <laughs> which I didn't quite. Yeah, well, the, the island is filled with like guerrilla mercenaries, right? Yes, which is the Girl Rambo soldiers. aspect. And they're like eradicating them, except except. Now that we say that out loud, that's probably even more alarming because these guys don't know why they're there. So they're just taking it upon themselves to kill these guys. A hundred percent. And and I remember there's a there's a scene where like the gorillas are chasing down this woman, and I'm like, like you know, part of the aspect of Predator that makes the whole thing work is how isolated it is, right? Like. Yes. Middle of the jungle. There's this thing hunting you. There's no one to help. There's no vehicles. There's no fucking. There's not even a fucking road. You're in the jungle. Right. Um, <laughs> however, in this one, they have like access to like telecommunications <laughs> to vehicles. <laughs> there's like a, it's, it's a it's an inhabited island. <laughs> With just yeah. a shitty robot right. on it. Dude, that scene with them chasing that girl, it made me laugh a lot at how much ammunition they unload. Yeah, oh my at god, these, that was, these that gorillas. Scene, let's wait to get to dude. That was like one of that that was so insane. And this is honestly where the this movie could have been worse, but the gore and the like the um violence was so much better and funnier. <laughs> that it, was, it, it would win, it would win alone just on the gore and the violence. <laughs> Um, they walk into, um, a a field of their, like, I don't know, like other soldiers, but they have been fucking melted, like just disintegrated. And honestly, I think it might be some of Maddie's, I don't want to say it's his best gore. It's, it's good. No, but but I think it's there. Yeah. I agree. It's his most clear. (laughs) It's like shot clear for once. It's not in the dark. It's in the daylight and it looks fucking grotesque now now shout out to Devin again who right before the recording was telling me and of course I don't have my conversation open so I'm going off memory hopefully I don't misremember he was telling me how um, Maddie and, and his writer what was his name Fergasso yeah they, they, were, they were filming this in the daytime and Fergasso was making zombie four so he would stay up all night on the set also uh, he was watching the bonus features and and the guy was like, yeah, I had no involvement with this movie whatsoever. And then listed, like, every single scene that he was involved in, which is, like, the entire movie. <laughs> but I think, I, think, I think some of the Zombie 4, and this is just me making the assumption, I would assume some of the Zombie 4 Effect. props and yeah. uh, makeup were, were used. 
since oh. they were shooting. Oh, it has essentially to be. 24 hours. It has to be because there's no other representation of melted people in, in this film except this scene. Because I assumed kind of like, I was like, oh, I think they're blending like the alien um, like acid into this a little bit maybe um or something because these people are these humans are melted like they're fucking melted um that's not the case and no one looks like this ever again so, <laughs> so <laughs> they definitely had to bring the props back to a zombie for you know what you know what made me laugh all out about these guys is these guys are supposed to be like the elite of the elite mercenaries i have never seen a group in more plain sight ever. Like, like you know, mercenaries are supposed to be, like, they have ghillie suits, they hide in, like, the woods, and these guys are in, like, the most wooded sections and looking at the roads, and they're just huddled on the side of the road talking to each other loudly, and the robo, the robo beast, whatever you want to call it, sees them every single fucking time. It doesn't even need to use its, its infrared vision. It can just glance at the side of the road and just see these fucking idiots huddled on top of each other. Dude, so we're at the scene where they chase down, the gorillas chase down this uh, woman, and it leads to the most insane shootout. It also leads to, like, what you're saying. These two... <laughs> like, there's two moments of just, like, such piss-poor, like, uh, like, hidden mercenary... <laughs> Like, and one is like, and think about Predator, like the, 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 the things they did to try to remain like silent and like not get caught by Predator. And then my favorite was the gorillas chased down this woman. Um, and it cuts to a guy who is holding a giant assault rifle and he just has a palm leaf draped over it and he removes, <laughs> he removes it as if by the way, his hands are holding the gun. He has two hands on a gun with a giant palm leaf draped over it. And he rips the palm leaf off as if this is like, as if this is a shock a <laughs> It's unbelievable. Oh, you know me just carrying my palm leaf around. <laughs> And then, like, like again, like you mentioned, so you see these gorillas chasing down this woman, and these we know our our heroes see them, and it appears that they might be hidden, right? And the mercenaries chase her down. They stop her. She's they get out of their cars. They have her surrounded, and the camera. This is like the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. The camera literally pans three feet to the right <laughs> all of the guys are just standing all squatting there yeah <laughs> just on the side of the road <laughs> yeah with guns pointed at them like they were not like it was the most insane thing i've ever and seen like, dude every time the robo the robo thing what do you even call that the, the robo like, what the I, robot it's a cyborg it's a cyborg <laughs> Every time that ro- that cyborg is on the screen, Web Brown blows their cover by just screaming, "Look out!" Like the thing's not even making eye contact with it. He just screams, and then it looks at them every single time and shoots in their direction. They're the shittiest fucking mercenaries ever, <laughs> dude. There's also like multiple scenes of people being like, "There he is!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's fucking crazy. Well. They uh they chase down the woman and uh you know they they waste thousands of rounds of ammunition. There are maybe six guys there. <laughs> and the best part is those six guys are dead within the first second 
of, of shooting. Yeah. Right. Like they've yeah. all fallen. And, and, and then there's that one guy who has his gun to the girl's head and Rev Brown gives him, gives him the kindergarten counting to three to, to put your gun down. And somehow it works. And then they, they also proceed to waste like an entire fucking clip into the guy afterwards. Yo, they put at least like 50 bullets in that guy. <laughs> oh my God. It was so crazy. Dude, why would that guy listen to a three count from Rev Brown? Like his entire platoon is just murdered. And and you don't even know who the fuck he is. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, my God. Fucking Reb Brown. Oh, yeah. And then the cyborg shows up and just starts shooting lasers at no one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. They they come across another gorilla stronghold where, like, uh, like you mentioned before, um... They just proceed to go on their own and just kind of murder everyone, like a hundred people. <laughs> and uh, and by the way, it was such a funny scene because I couldn't even imagine filming this because they, it looked like little kids playing army. <laughs> you know, like hey, uh, pl- like play army. Like they're like rolling around, they're jumping through windows for no, no reason, like. <laughs> it's really bizarre. It's really bizarre. Um, and uh, Captain America tries a one-liner, too, which I loved. Uh, which is, he stabs a guy with a knife, like, into a post. Like, sticking him into the post. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, don't move. <laughs> and then winks at him. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, this movie, while I, I couldn't agree with calling it good... Um, it's very enjoyable. It's a very yeah, enjoyable for movie. Sure. I would sit through. I would sit through it again for sure. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and then another great part about this scene is uh, everyone's shocked when this woman reveals that they've <laughs> killed a house full of children. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course they did. It was the most insane behavior I've ever seen. They were literally <laughs> with no intel whatsoever. They were like fucking gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> just proceeded to blow up every house in the island. <laughs> Zero information to base that off of. They've just come from another fight. So they're just like walking around and like, just fucking murder a hundred people. Oh my God. Well, they're, this cyborg still shooting at them. Still kind of following them around. I don't even know if the robot's mad at them, to be honest with you. I don't know what what <laughs> I don't know anything I don't know anything that's happening. Like because we as I said before, we find out one of the guys in the group created him. Yeah, which like, has that happened yet? Because that's weird. That's a weird scene too, right? <laughs> like, I think it's happening now because because they've been building up this guy like nobody likes him and he's always just like complaining and bitching about being there. Mm-hmm. And then the, the guy's like I know you. I know you know something about this. And he's like, oh, I, uh, I used to create these things. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. It was so fucking weird. Oh wait, wait! Before before they get to this scene, doesn't that fucking guy with the beard get stuck in the water? <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yes, dude. There's a bunch there's of there's scenes a- that like happen, dude. I'm trying to figure out where he. Yeah, I guess it is later. And there's like a scene where they find all the body parts. Remember that? Yes. 
Even though the thing's not a predator, it's just a robot. So why would there be that many body parts it's not a, eating them? It's like a guy's hand, like up to his forearm. <laughs> Dude, that guy that guy gets stuck in the water, sells that. So that that scene that made me laugh all out too. Because they're only like knee deep in water. He's like, oh, something's got my foot. <laughs> and the camera stays on him for like 12 minutes while he's pretending that he can't move. And nobody's going to help him. They're all just like, come on, man. <laughs> oh yeah it's right here oh yeah, yeah yeah i do have my note here okay good so yeah and it's right here um because they do a montage that's not really a montage because it's just real time with a rock song in the background <laughs> <laughs> there's not a single cut in this montage it's just them like doing shit um that was wild and then yeah it's revealed that you know this guy built the robot and also yeah. a detonation of it device in his backpack that he's had this whole time that could have just saved everyone a fucking head he's literally ripping people to shreds um and then, and then he goes instead of that detonation device is like one of those cartoon ones that you can oh press God. the button anywhere and they're <laughs> just gonna blow up but instead he like goes up and shoves it in the robot's face and immediately gets fucking killed <laughs> and then somebody <laughs> gets dragged away by the robot's shittiest doc ock arm i've ever seen and that, that, that guy gets dragged for like three fucking miles. It, it, honestly, dude, how is it not a comedy? That's so insane. Like, it, it, like it was like I don't even know how to explain. It, it reminded me of like a Beastie Boy music video because like it was just like it would like cut to a different scene, like location, and like you just see the guy getting dragged across by this fucking like dryer vent arm, like fucking flimsy arm thing that's just dragging this guy across the grass. <laughs> incredible um you know they all start individually trying to kill this robot which basically leads to all of them dying and brutally <laughs> brutally exploding one guy gets punched in the stomach and spits blood all over the camera <laughs> that was tight the robot has um uh, great breasts too great breasts what you said? Hey, he's got the biggest breasts in the movie. Like pecs? Don't worry about it. Hey. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh one guy, which hey, I'm I'm claiming that Alien AVP, Alien versus Predator, stole this from from this movie. <laughs> this is zero percent jets, that's true. But go on. <laughs> Remember in AVP when the guy commits seppuku? <laughs> Vaguely, yes. Okay. I think they stole it from this guy. This guy, um, he he's like, I don't even know what he is. Is he like a Russian guy? He's like a big Russian guy. Um, but he's like, you go. I will fight him. And he throws his gun down and then pulls out a fucking sword. And... Um, the robot is not hidden at all, which I thought was like weird. Like he doesn't have like the invisibility that the predator has. Right. 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 So like he's standing right in front of this guy, but this guy is acting like it's predator, like looking around nervously, but the, the robot's right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the guy's got a sword and is uh, immediately murdered by this robot who just like shoots him in the face. <laughs> So why do you think AVP stole that? Because he pulled out a sword. 
Okay. Okay. You know what? It's a compelling argument. I'm on. <laughs> I mean, honestly, who else would pull out a sword when fighting the fucking predator and like being like, uh, like I, but cause like, you know, you're going to die. I don't know. Sure. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, thanks. I'll ride with you. Thanks. <laughs> well, luckily remember that woman they saved yeah. She's also she's a doctor and a chemist. She's a doctor and a chemist, <laughs> and knows how to make napalm. Not only is she a chemist, but she knows how to make napalm. And they I mean, also that's not have too hard, right? Napalm's just styrofoam and, and gasoline, right? Um. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't think napalm is that much. Does it even need the styrofoam? Well, it's not just gasoline. I thought it was just gasoline in a bottle. No, it's it's definitely. I think. It's oh wait, no. I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of a Molotov cocktail. Um, napalm, styrofoam, and gasoline. Yeah, it burns slow. Oh, I think I actually learned that from Paul, who's making it in like, the woods. <laughs> <laughs> to throw at some kid. Um, <laughs> Sassy limitations, fast. Dude, remember fucking what was that anarchist cookbook? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's bullshit because I came across a copy of it and told you how to get coins from a payphone. Yeah. Didn't work. Bunch of bullshit, dude. That like, is that even still illegal to own or no? I I don't know. Better question: Was it ever, or was that just like a wise tale? That's a gr- that I that is the better question. That is the better question. Um, I feel like what's it called? Anarchist cookbook. Yeah. Oh my god! They made a movie of it. What? I'm sure it's great. It was dude, the book is just fucking tips of like how to do shit. Right. Published. This is. I, I, I legal reviews. I mean, I heard that the guy that wrote it was like, "Yeah, I wish, uh, <laughs> I wish I didn't do that." <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think he realized like what, what it, dude. I don't think it ever was illegal. Newspapers ran stories about how easy the text was to get a hold of. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I literally came across a copy of it in the nineties, the late nineties. So, yeah, I don't know. I, that's crazy because I, I remember I wanted it. Oh yeah, dude, because there was like freaking and like on the phone, right? Yeah. Fuck, that's crazy. I remember I had, I had um. I probably I'm not going to talk about it. Never mind. <laughs> it was nothing. It was nothing illegal. It was, it was prank calls, but like, dude, I, I'm sorry to interrupt it because I just thought of this because I remember I, I think I sent a picture of it to you and Paul. The anarchist cookbook was supposedly illegal. A couple months ago, I was in fucking BJ's and they have the book section. And it was like, it was just like how to get away with fucking killing your neighbors. So it was like a most like absurd fucking title. And I opened it up and it was just tell like, do you remember me sending you that picture? It was just telling you like how to make all these makeshift weapons and like get away with stuff. Like, I do. I, do. Fucking, I, I mean, listen, 
OJ Simpson wrote a book that was like, hey, if if I did it, this is how. And then proceeded <laughs> proceeded to explain everything he did that night. <laughs> Fucking nuts, man. Oh man. Can we do an O no, I'm not gonna say that. Never mind. Anyway. So how about that uh Robo War? Yeah, Red Brown, man. Rusty Cunts starring Rusty Cunts. <laughs> Throw back to our Patreon where Paul <laughs> that Paul Patreon made me laugh so brings much. up somebody brings up a name and then proceeds to like argue with me that it's not actually the guy's name, even though he's the one that brought it up and nobody else said anything about the guy. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Dude, because I Paul said Rusty Cunts was a lawyer. And I, 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 I did not realize he was a baseball player. You did. And you were like, he's a baseball player. And Paul's like, yeah. And then I was like, so is Rusty Kunz a lawyer? And Paul's like, no, you idiot. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, Robo War, um, you know, the robot's mad. They're making napalm. Thankfully, they found that uh, nice young lady who knows how to make napalm. Um, and the idea is to lure this, uh, cyborg into a building building and kill him. But we learn he's a person and he's fucking Ludwig or whoever the fuck the guy's dog tags were that he keeps looking at all fucking movie. You know, honestly, this might be the best plot of all of them that we watch. Like, like as, as like a sustainable plot for the most part, you know what I mean? Like as a, as a story, I don't think I disagree with that. Yeah. It would honestly both of them have like a decent story that you you're like okay I th- they're telling a story right <laughs> I don't totally get it but like I get I think I get the premise of it whereas like a lot of the other movies <laughs> like take your best guess <laughs> like, yeah yeah oh fuck I didn't ask you that this week damn it well you know what that it was would, good for four weeks it's actually fine because like really I think these were the most clear cut I probably could have kind of gotten them yeah there's some holes in it but like both of them you kind of knew what was happening and what the plot was they they gave it their all this week (laughs) they came out swinging um also during the scene this woman keeps throwing like citric fucking acid at him I, i think it's citric acid it might be hydrochloric acid but like it looks like citric acid based on the size of the font. The font is gigantic on the label. Like, <laughs> so I think she's just throwing orange juice at him. But uh, they blow him up in the building. Yeah. And Reb says it's over. It's finally over. And they're about to escape. And the robot is back. <laughs> <laughs> the robot's alive. The movie's not over. Uh, they run away. The robot is like <laughs> sliding down trap rock, like a trap rock trail. <laughs> least least intimidating thing I've ever seen. He's like <laughs> slipping on rocks. Um, we get the face off at the waterfall. Yeah. Somehow the woman has made it onto a boat, right? Yep. Um, but our our hero Reb is is on the waterfall with this this cyborg. The robot has come to grips with his own, you know, mortal horror and uh, gives Captain America the detonator back. 
and uh, Captain America blows up his friend <laughs> and jumps off the waterfall. <laughs> All while this woman is watching in complete fucking horror <laughs> from a fucking boat. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and uh how does it end? I don't I don't have a note about the ending. Um Is that the end? Um What a great question. Um I think that's the, the end. Last thing I also remember is the waterfall scene. I usually I usually write like like that's the last scene. Um and I didn't hear Whoa, that's weird. I was really focused on... um, I was really focused on the credits because it said the name Quang. Um, And Quang... Quang... Dude, what a fucking pro wrestler Quang was. That was Savio Vega. Do you remember that? I do. Dude, he was fucking sick. He captured my imagination as a kid. Savio Vega in a mask. But he spelled it yeah. differently. Oh, man. Dude, I, I was obsessed with Quang. I thought Quang was the shit. Jim Cornette mm, <laughs> fucking managing him. All right. The, the, the zombie uh, removes his mask. Um, hands um, Reb the destruct radio and instructs him to key the destruct sequence. I mean, that's a stretch. He just hands it to him. The guy, fucking robot can't talk. Um, Reb does so and returns to the shore. So, so that's how it ends. You know, I was going to say, I thought both of these had abrupt endings. Um, <laughs> the last thing I remember was the waterfall sequence. So yeah. Does it? Yeah. I think it might just end. <laughs> like the credits just start rolling. What a bizarre ending. <laughs> <laughs> you like, you don't know if he lived or not. The robot. Yeah. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Fucking insane. All right, so let's Bronx get Warriors Part Twelve. Let, let's get let's get to it. Um, shameless ripoff. Who wins? Obviously, <laughs> it's, it's it's real war. Yeah, Maddie wins that movie quality and plot. It's real war. <laughs> Enjoyment and replay value. Real war. And gore. I, Robo War. Robo War. A clean sweep. Dude, I, is that the first one? I think so. I think so, too. Which is crazy. Maddie was fucking on the fucking ropes. Yeah, now we're tied up. Now we're going to the tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. And we are going to be doing... Um, by the way, basically all of these movies are on Tubi. It's insane. <laughs> Except this week. <laughs> this week's were like the hardest movies to find ever for some reason. Well, Robo War is on Tubi. Robo War is on Tubi, and really, quite frankly, it's the only one you need to watch. <laughs> um, Tough to Kill and Strike Commando are up next. I believe both of those are on Tubi. Um, by the way, if I'm Strike, making a dude. ton of noise, I am like moving my mic around like a fucking lunatic right now. Um, I'm just like slamming it around like an idiot. Uh, Tough to Kill, I don't see it anywhere. Um... Probably going to be a piece of shit, so don't worry about it. Strike Commando is going to win. I'm calling it now. Strike Commando is going to win. I've seen it. <laughs> Dude, Strike Commando for sure. 
I don't trust this fucking guy. Strike Commando doesn't show like it's anywhere. Um, well, it is on. It's in full on. Uh, on um, YouTube. YouTube. Co- it was also known as Cobra Force. <laughs> oh, it's got <laughs> Red Brown is in Strike Commando too. He sure fuck, dude. He's one of the guys that runs full speed and bumps his head to the other guy. <laughs> hey. Uh, guess what? In this movie, Claudio Fragrasso starts using a different name. <laughs> Clyde Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking guys. <laughs> How much money do you think Reb was making on these? Yeah, it can't be. It can't be much. You don't think so? No, this wasn't even released in America until 2019. You think it was just like the appeal of like, hey, I'm getting paid to go to the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. Free airfare, cocaine, a fucking warm meal for as long as he was on the set. That's it. What else could you possibly got? I think you're right. Dude. <laughs> Lumping a warm meal into it <laughs> makes it sound so desperate. I'm, I'm fucking crying right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like it. I agree with you. No, I totally agree, but it's just so crazy. Greg Brown would have starved to death if he didn't fucking do these. <laughs> a warm meal. A roof over his head. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I I'm loving these. I'm loving these. Um, yeah. All right. So next week we will do um, we'll do uh, Tough to Kill versus Strike Commando. Our final week. Somebody's got to fucking win. It can't be a draw. <laughs> it can't be a draw. And uh, the winner uh, picks the the shark for determines. <laughs> the winner determines the uh the the, the live show. The live yeah, show, the, the following show, weekend, yeah. 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 So it's and, either Cruel Jaws or Emmanuel. Right. And we won't be releasing an episode that week, right? Right. We'll just do the live show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I need a fucking break. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had a blast with it. I've had a blast with it. I have to. I did. I have to. It's like the, the most I look forward to recording. So yeah. So, all right. Um, <laughs> tough to kill versus strike commando. We got our wish. Fucking Maddie, bring it home, boy. This is it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, which one's Bruno Maddie? Is he the really old one or the slightly old one? <laughs> He's the really old one. Okay. <laughs> no business doing this shit. <laughs> Uh, I still can't believe he made a Terminator 2. Uh, I'm also shocked that none of these guys were in, involved in Lady Terminator. Or were they? <laughs> they weren't, right? No, no, they were not. Okay. No. <laughs> that was a funny I think we, I think Lady Terminator is uh, a Philippine movie. It is, yeah. It is. It absolutely is. Oh, man. All right. Um... That's it, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate you. Thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. Um, if you want to support us on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash I hate horror. We do almost an episode a week. It's kind of crazy. Um, we did, we've done 25 since the 
um, the new the new launch the the relaunch um, twenty five new episodes so we're wow. we're doing all yeah dude we're we're cranking them out um, and they're fun they're easy easy peasy um, and you get stickers and you know you get access to like the the special edition tees like the con tees which everyone was gobbling up thank you all so much for that um, and yeah it's a cool it's a cool place cool community. So head on over to patreon.com slash I hate horror or at I hate horror.com, uh, facebook.com slash I hate horror and Instagram at I hate horror. And, uh, if you do, I'm going to, we're going to be using a new system for this, um, this week's live or this in two weeks live show. Um, so if you want tickets, head on over to I hate horror.com. I'll set up the link there. If you're not, um, Patreon, you can buy tickets there. Um, and I'll be posting instructions on our Patreon on how to access this new format live show because it's not going to be available through YouTube because YouTube will shut us down. So um, keep your eyes peeled for all of that. Um, and Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, boobdish1985. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Joe. And uh, that's it. So for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Dice, 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 dice,